Welcome to Revenge of the Creeps and other scary stories. I'm Natalie and I'm six years old. Do you know and do you know what I love? I love scary stories. Each week I'm going to share one of my own scary stories and other fun scary stuff. Today I'm going to tell a scary story that I made up. Share a review of a scary book I just read. And read some scary questions from children around the world. Before I tell my story, I want to tell you something really cool. Each week, I'm going to travel across the country to a super cool haunted place and tell you what it's like. This week, I'm going to record it from the spooky haunted Del Coronado in San Diego, California, where Ghost Cape Morgan has been spotted roaming the halls. This beautiful hotel, which may be called, which, which many call the Dell, opened for business in February 1888. Four years after it opened, in November of 1892, a 24-year-old woman named Kate Morgan checked into the hotel. Five days later, she was found dead on one of the staircases leading to the beach. Since that time, many visitors to this hotel have reported seeing Kate's ghost in the hotel hallways and along the seashore. Another very active area is the resort's gift shop, where visitors and employees sometimes see things flying mysteriously off the shelves. And and falling upright and unbroken. That's spooky. Do you think it is? Besides, being on a beautiful beach, having a great pool and great ice cream, I know this hotel has, has a super spooky past. Another really cool thing about this hotel was that author, L. Frank Baum, enough author of The Wonderful Wizard of Oz, did much of his writing at this hotel. Now that's what I call a cool hotel. Now for my story. This story is called Red Roses, Red Roses. A story that a strange little girl once told me at the playground. I think it has been told many times before. But I had changed it to make it a little spookier. Once upon a time, there's a young couple named Jack and Lucy that moved into an old house. They had saved up their money and were excited to finally buy their first house. It was a beautiful old white house with, with it had two beautiful big oak trees out in the front yard and it even had a pretty r red rose bush along each side of the sidewalk. 
leading up to the pretty red door. Hanging from one of the big oak trees was even a little swing. Jack and Lucy loved their new little house and loved to imagine what a perfect house it would be for them to raise children one day. One, but one night after they had moved in, they got a text message and it said, Red Roses, Red Roses, coming to your town. They didn't believe it and thought it was the wrong number. A week later, they got a letter in the mail. It said, Red Roses, Red Roses, coming to your house. Since it was, since this was a new house, they again thought this, thought that was the message wasn't for them. They just threw the leather out and didn't think too much about it. Jack and Lucy went about their days quite normally, with Jack going off to work each morning, and Lucy happily cleaning her pretty little house and cooking dinner each night for Jack in their pretty lo little kitchen. One night, they got a call. Lucy picked up the phone and heard a creepy voice on the line say, Red roses, red roses, they are coming to your gate. This started to scare her a little, and she handed the phone to Jack. Jack saw the fright in his wife's eye and said loudly into the phone, Who is this? The boy said again, Red roses, red roses, they are coming to your gates. He quickly hung up the phone, and him and his wife ran to the window and pulled their their pretty their new pretty curtains back so they could see the front gate. There was nothing there. Another week went by and one night Jack and Lucy sat on their couch in their front room talking before they went to bed. They heard a knock on the door. Who could that be? asked Lucy. I don't know, but it is too late for visitors, responded Jack. Let me check. You stay right here. Jack said as he walked over to the front door and opened it. What he saw was the strangest thing. He saw two little girls standing there, both in white dresses. He looked back at his wife, who also saw the little girls. She ran up to stand beside him. One child seemed about eight years old, with blonde hair and blue eyes, handed the husband a letter. He opened it up and read it out loud. Red roses, red roses. They are right behind you. Jack and Lucy turned around, but they didn't see anything. When they turned around to look at the girls, they were gone. All that was left was two red roses lying on their porch. The couple were so scared that they ran to their car. When the husband tried to start the car, they found that it wouldn't turn on, no matter how many times he turned the key. Lucy screamed and tried to open the door to go back in the house, but the door wouldn't open. Jack tried his door, but it wouldn't open either. Through the dark windows of the car, they could see rose bushes slowly creeping up the windows and over the hood of the car. Lucy screamed, 
Morin grabbed Jack out of chair. Jack tried to start the car, but to his horror, he saw the rose bushes growing up through the vents on his dashboard. Now, Jack is a smart man and wanted more than anything to protect his lovely Lucy. He knew that he had to act fast. So, and he got his pocket knife that he always kept with him. He used it to slam against the window as hard as he could and managed to break the window, then cut the rose bushes out of the way and climb out. He pulled Lucy out, but the rose bushes wrapped around their ankles. Jack managed to pull her away by cutting the vines. They ran as fast as they could inside the house and slammed the door. They could hear a strange sound. It sounded like cracking, like crunching and crackling of bending wood. They peered out the window again and saw that the roses were growing up the sides of, of their house. They ran to the bedroom and hid under the bed. They could hear the crashing of the windows as the haunted plants continued to grow out of the control. The roses continued to grow up and through the entire house, and nobody has heard from Jack or Lucy again. Even now, as you walk by the old house, with every inch of it covered in tangled rose bushes, people can hardly tell it was once a pretty little house. Rose bushes reach all the way out and cover the white plicket fence. Some even say that they have seen roses look like they are reaching out to grab children as they walk by the house. Neighbors say that every once in a while they hear screams coming from the tangled house of thorns. N next, I'm going to do a book re review on a cool scary book I just read. This section I call Scary Book Review. I just read an awesome book called Goosebumps, Land of the Lawn Gnomes, Most Wanted, written by R.L. Stein. The cover has two creepy lawn gnomes on it. The book was about Jay Gardiner, that can't seem to stay out of trouble. Even after a fresh start in a new neighborhood, he keeps finding himself in bad situations. But it's not his fault. Jay wants to be a good kid. He really does. Just these strange things keep happening to him. What kind of a place did his family move to? And why does everyone, and why does every house have so many lawn gnomes in their yard? Jay better learn quickly that there are things a lot scarier than his parents. What I liked best was there was this really weird thing at the end. I can't remember what it was. What I think you like best was the lawn gnomes can actually come to life.
I give this story five zombies out of five, which means it's really spooky and awesome. Next, I'm going to open some mail from the kids around the world. Here's the first letter. Dear Revenge of the Creeps, My name is Nick and I'm six years old in Phoenix, Arizona. Sometimes when I lay in bed right at night, I get really scared there might be a monster under my bed or in my closet. I hide under my, co my, under my covers and try to breathe really quietly just in case. I told my older brother about it, but he made fun of me. I feel embarrassed, but I still feel all scared. What should I do? Signed, Freaked Out in Phoenix. Okay, this is my advice for you, Nick. I say you should ask your mom or dad if you tried that. If not, just look under your bed. Your bed. If you don't see it in your mor in the morning, you there are no monsters at night. I bet. Guess and guess what? Just gotta try to kick them in the face. That will be more funnier. Okay. The next letter is 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 Ella. My name is Ella, and I'm seven years old, and I live in Seattle, Washington. Last weekend, I was at a sleepover with my best friend Julia. That night we watched the movie E.T. and I felt well, really scared when the men in white coats were keeping E.T. I was glad that Elliot saved E.T. in the end but I keep thinking of the scary part. What should I do? Dear Ella, I, I know how you feel. This whole thing has happened to me. I I I went to EELP after school program and I didn't want to go. I was really scared my mom wouldn't pick me up when she said when she said just put it out of your head. I couldn't. I keep I kept thinking about it over and over. But guess what? I I think you'll get used to it. Just but if you have fun with your friends and just forget about it, I think you'll, I, I, but if you have fun with your friends, I think you'll forget about it. I hope, I, I hope this works. Talk about why, why you watched E.T. Why did your friend want you to watch E.T. anyway? You should tell her why you did. Bye! Okay, if you have some spooky questions to ask, come join us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Revenge of the Creeps. Thank you for joining us today on Revenge of the Creeps and other scary stories. Find us on Facebook or on facebook.com forward slash Revenge of the Creeps. Let us know what you think 
or share your own scary stories. Have a spook!